everyone, uh, Hayden Jones. There is a fountain filled with blood Drawn from Emmanuel's veins And sinners plunged beneath that flood Lose all their guilty stains The dying thief rejoice to see that fountain in his day and there may I though vile as he wash all my sins away washed in his blood clothed in his righteousness all to praise his name dear dying lamb by precious blood shall never lose its power till the ransom church of god be saved to sin no more Ever since by faith I saw the stream Thy flowing wounds supply Redeeming love has been my theme and shall be till I die Washed in his blood Clothed in his righteousness All to praise his name Then in an older, sweeter song I'll sing thy power to save When this pole is spring stammering tongue Lies silent in the grave Lord, I believe thou hast prepared Unworthy though I be For me a blood-bought free reward Ah, a golden harp for me Tis strong and tuned for endless years and formed by power divine To sound in God the Father's ears
no other name but thine washed in his blood clothed in his righteousness all to praise his name mm. thank you so much uh well if you just heard that that was Hayden Jones from Navy Jones a wonderful collective uh of two lovely singers who are sharing the gospel of the Lord Jesus in many different contexts and places and through recording music and song and uh, we're very very happy to have Hayden here today uh, Lockie and I are here uh, with the Art of Ministry podcast and I think this is probably one of the most special introductions we've ever had. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just been a wonderful thing to have this particular show come together like it has. And uh, Hayden Jones is here. Lucky and I would like to introduce you. Welcome, Hayden. Thanks so much for having me, Lucky and John. It's a real priv- a privilege. And thank you so much for that uh, song at the beginning. And, you know, I... It's just amazing what God is doing through music because so many images run through your mind when you hear that song and uh, just hearing the images of the blood and also thinking, uh, hearing also the, the the picking technique, really, the, the sound of the way you're playing the guitar is uh, is a very relaxing but a very, you know, a meditative thing, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful combination to have uh, that playing and also uh, to, you know, to have a really, to be able to sit there and just reflect on God's goodness. So, yeah. Mm. 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 Well, the words, the words, because that's, um, is an old hymn that mm. I've just popped a new tune to. Um, that's an old one by William Cowper. Um, ah. And so, <clears throat> so I kind of borrow or steal lots of lots of old hymn lyrics because they're just so full of truth and um, the reality of where we are in Christ and where we're headed and and uh, and what He's about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> salvation history. Yeah. Yes. Well, everyone listening uh, in Australia and around the world, basically uh, t- tonight we're very blessed to have Hayden talk as a, a singer songwriter and someone who writes. Uh, gospel music and also not just his own tunes but also puts new arrangements to traditional tunes as well and as he said uh the power of those those words really that that god has given people they're they're very rich in in meaning and uh, uh they provide uh an amazing chorus to our lives when we listen as well uh so i guess i'd like to have uh lucky kick us off tonight because uh, uh we were lucky and i were chatting earlier today by text and uh, we, we always like to prepare and, and do some different things and and lucky sent s- such good questions I'm, I'm always so happy when i when i find lucky's questions because i was like oh he's got so many interesting ones but uh he'll be kicking off today so welcome to hayden and, and lucky i'll hand things over to you <laughs> yeah I, I just know so little that i i always have questions um, <laughs> So yeah, Hayden, I guess um, start off with a bit of a a basic question, as sort of to get us established, I guess, and and just sort of 
hear where you're coming from a bit more broadly. Mm. So the question I thought to start with was, um, how was it that you ended up coming to faith? Are you one of these people who sort of grew up in a Christian household and so it was always sort of around you and just at some point you had to make a decision whether it, you owned it yourself or is it something that you you came from a completely different context and you at some point you had the moment? Um, I, I definitely grew up in a Christian home and uh, mm. my dad's a pastor um, or was a pastor rather he's retired now and uh, so we were saturated in uh, the truth. Uh, we grew up and, mm. and I... Um, as a fairly young man, as a boy, really wasn't that interested in it. In fact, I definitely wasn't interested in it. I was quite um, – I, I always believed in the existence of a God, um, but I didn't want him governing my life and uh, what I thought was my life. Um, and uh, mm. so I, I went off the rails largely um, and and I was fascinated with things that were dark. And uh, so – Really, really from the age of kind of my kind of from sort of puberty to or well, about 17 or so, um, I was right off the rails and I wanted nothing to do with God. Uh, and and it was at, at around 17, there was a gentle calling from the Lord. Um, mm. I wasn't going to church at that point. Mum and Dad gave me the, op- the decision whether I wanted to um, wanted to go to church from about the age of 16. They said, you can make up your own mind now if you want to come along with us. So I immediately decided not to because I, if I wasn't going to be compelled to, I had no interest in it. Uh, and... And it was it was really from yeah from seventeen, I um there was like a, a, a there was actually a band that came to our school and it was a band called Flipside, uh, and they were like a, a youth for, one of those youth for Christ touring bands mm. and they went around to schools mm. and and did things and and I saw a guy who I did recognise uh, a friend of mine who was visit uh, who was um, one of the siblings of one of the band members. And so I sat next to him and I started chatting to him and he was going to this the local church. Mm. And I thought, oh, I should I should go along, you know. <laughs> and so it was very it was oh. kind of it was kind of in some ways it was quite humdrum. Mm. Um it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't um this this great big flash of lightning. But as as I was going along to the church and uh the it was the Lord calling me, I believe. And um uh, back back to re- to repentance and to trusting in him mm. and um mm. and this and this and that subsequent year from the age of like 17 it was it was quite um i was having really just incredible experiences of the lord's presence for like 12 months every night mm. uh, well nearly every night um it was quite dramatic and i thought that was normal i thought that's what christians experienced uh, and then when it started to wane i thought oh what's wrong with my walk with the lord i'm not not having all these emotional experiences anymore um or not having them as frequently <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but it was just, it was, I think it, I think that situation was the Lord, um, meeting me personally and individually. I'm the kind of person I am, um, you know, for, for other people, it will be a different experience to that. It will not be any kind of emotional, emotional sort mm. of, um, engaging. It will be God, God's very, um, the way he relates to us is very personal and he relates to the kind of things we're going to respond to. And we're all, because we're all so different, he relates to us also very, very differently. Um, mm. And so, yeah, at kind of, at kind of 17, um, that was sort of when I started to, to come back. But it really wasn't until, um, I believe I was a Christian at that point, but it really wasn't until I was about th- 
kind of <laughs> early 30s, so not that long ago, really, six or seven years, where I really started to question hard whether what I, everything I believed was true or not. And, uh, and so I started to, um, I start, I thought, and I, and I thought sort of critically about it. I thought, okay, well, if, if, if God isn't who he claims to be, I mean, if Christianity is, you know, all false, um, what would I believe? And I, and I thought about it and I thought, well, on the basis of the historical evidence for Jesus and for the gospel and for scripture, I thought the only alternative was atheism. And so at that point, I started looking into, um, not just debates, Christian debates, but actually just straight up atheist talks to just to see if it, if, uh, if atheism carried any water. And, uh, and it was probably, it was probably six or eight, six or nine months or so, uh, of me just really questioning hard, um, and really putting, <laughs> putting my faith under the microscope, as it were. Uh, and after that, <laughs> after looking into the arguments, looking into the cases and looking into the details, I was left more convinced of, who Jesus is mm. and and my need for him uh and and mm. perhaps there are a few questions that came up a bit about peripheral things that I wasn't so certain about but um but I was more convinced of of who Christ was and perhaps less convinced of outside assertions outside yeah. of that um um not necessarily mm. things pertaining to atheism but um but just just generally I was, I was less certain about so much but much more certain about who Christ is and where I stand with him yeah mm. Mm-hmm. It's funny when when um, people sort of hear sometimes that someone's grown up in a Christian household. I think sometimes people have a bit of a um, an autopilot. You know, obviously, well, obviously they're probably going to become Christian kind of thing. But mm. when I heard you're a pastor's kid, I'm like, oh, and you did become Christian. That's that's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all <laughs> I got four older brothers, and all of us went off the rails pretty in in various <laughs> ways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Hayden, with yourself and Marin as well, is there a time where you both realised that music was something that you were gifted in, that, that God had gifted you in? Uh, you could speak whether it's from your own perspective or from both of your perspective. I think I could probably only speak for myself. I mean, I know my wife, Marin, she um, she learnt saxophone growing up. And um, mm. uh, so it was, uh, I think, I don't know if it started. I can't really speak too much from where she discovered her her musical talent. Um, mm. uh, for me, I, I don't know if it's the point where I discovered musical talent, as it were, but uh, but um, um, such as it is. But uh, but certainly from about the age of three, um, jumping up and down on my on my brother's bunk bed, listening to Metallica of all things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I discovered uh, a real enjoyment for music that was um, – it was at that point I knew or I, I knew that's what I wanted to do was music in some way, shape, mm. or form. Mm. Um, and I think mm. probably at that point it was performing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of love that um, uh, listening to metal has led you to rewriting hymns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the first album I ever bought was when I was eight. Yeah, I was eight. And it was Metallica's Kill 'Em All yeah. on cassette. <laughs> on cassette, yeah. So I don't think I, I wouldn't listen to it now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, be wary of rock music, kids. See where it can lead you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I was so heavily into hip hop when I was younger. Just and like my my speakers were so loud in the car. Like people would turn their their windows up. Like you could visibly see it. Like I was just like 
blasting it as loud as possible i was like yes this is what i'm going to do one day just for you know i i thought i'm terrible at rapping but somehow i'm gonna make this work but yeah (laughs) yeah that's what were you listening to what were you listening to oh gosh well it was really interesting actually uh i think just the whole gamut so um i i really discovered hip-hop because my brother brought home some kind of tape that had lots of different groups on it and but when i heard what some of them were saying i thought oh my goodness this this doesn't sound very very good (laughs) i'm I'm not sure my life choices mirror what's going on here uh however uh i couldn't fault the fact that they sounded like the way that they could hit the beats and syncopated style and all that sort of stuff i thought oh that's that's really something and uh yeah yeah Actually, it was funny. Like when you talked about the Christian band visiting, we had Audio Adrenaline visit. Uh, oh yeah, and they came to our school, and the speakers they brought in were so loud. I thought like they were built some new buildings. Like it was, it was immense, and and they just mm. blasted us. But all these people walked out going, "Oh, for a Christian band, they're pretty good." And I thought, "Pretty good." Like they, we've nearly you know lost our hearing. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, it was so good. Um, but yeah, no, it's funny. Like it's, I think you know, Lockie spoke about this actually in our last episode. How DC Talk kind of uh, really showed the world what was possible from in the sort of the Christian music realm, in the sense that that they really did play a huge part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I totally agree with Lockie on that one because uh, certainly in that kind of uh, there wasn't a lot of music sort of extolling you know sharing about the lord that much you know except for maybe one or two secular songs that you might hear but when that was sort of the main... mm, yeah but it was once that... run striper and then um dc talk landed everyone's like oh wait we can do good music that's <laughs> <laughs> oh there's gonna be a lot of striper fans angry at you lucky <laughs> <laughs> Well, what, wasn't it Chris? Chris from uh, our friend Chris, he, he's hugely into Striper. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, whereas yeah. I like Amy Grant, but <laughs> it's, it's a specific kind of music. <laughs> well, we always return to Amy Grant on this show. By the way, um, there's a it, the, the the guys from uh, the radio hosts. They had this whole Amy Grant thing that they did. Anyway, well, uh, yeah. people people probably show, show 100 will have her on. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Hey, I'm actually going to sneak a sorry. I'm actually going to sneak a question in that we we don't have on the running sheet. Um, mm-hmm. But just because I was hearing you talking before, I'm I'm curious because you'd said that um, having that band come to uh, to your school was had had a sort of a bit of an impact on you as you were thinking through. Mm-hmm. Um, do you reckon that music playing a part in that maybe had some bearing on what you do now? It's possible. It's possible. Um, I, I my sense is that what I what I desired to do was set was set from a very early age, and so it was always a desire of mine to to make music. Um, it certainly. I mean, it no, it definitely had an influence on me because every year they had a different touring band. It was a group called Gold, Gold Coast Youth for Christ, and a couple mm-hmm. of years after that, or maybe it might have been three years after that, I, I can't remember, two or three years after that, I was in one of those bands and we toured for 10 or 11 months around oh, the eastern nice. states of Australia, um, and we'd go into schools and, and we'd invite people to the uh, co- Friday night concert and then and then we'd, we'd perform a whole bunch of cover songs that were, you know, uh, that were 
in vogue at the time, and then mm. we'd uh, yeah. and then one of the guys would share a, a gospel message at the concert, um, mm. and so that's what we did. So it certainly had an impact. Um, um, mm. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely shaped. It's definitely shaped where I've where where we find ourselves now for sure. Mm. Well, uh, going back, I suppose to to John's previous question. Um, you do a lot of work with your wife um, in in the musical space. I'm I'm curious, how do you find working with a family member? And um, I, I, I say family member broadly because, like, people sometimes find family challenging to work with, so it's not just a wife thing. But mm-hmm. do you find when you're working together you have a really easy rapport and it just actually makes this stuff more fun? Or do you, do you find sometimes you both have your own strong ideas about what you'd like to do and how you'd lo- you want to do it and you butt heads sometimes or, you know, how, how um, does that go? Uh, w- musically, we don't really butt heads. I, I'm pretty bossy <laughs> and, and <laughs> I have a very, I have a very lovely wife and, um, and she works incredibly hard. Mm. Uh, and, and, and I, I often feel bad asking her cause you know, she's, she's had a busy day, um, run around after the kids and, uh, and everything else that she's about and um and uh teaching other kids for that matter and um uh, and I'm like oh are you would you be all right to record some harmonies for this track tonight <laughs> so we went to the kids room bed I got the microphone set up and she's poor girl she's stuck there for a couple of hours recording take after take till we get it right and um so so I, I definitely don't we don't butt heads don't butt heads uh and you know sometimes it's you know sometimes she's just not up to it because because she's already just stretched, <laughs> stretched fairly thin. Yeah. So, um, but she's, but she's, yeah, we have a very good, I'd say we have a very good working relationship, uh, mm. largely because of her. I think if it was two people like me in terms of temperament and personality, I think we would butt heads a lot. And I think if it was two people like her, um, uh, they definitely wouldn't butt heads. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you find that, uh, like, do the, do the kids do they ever hear the the music going on, or do they sleep pretty easy? Like, is it kind of a soundproofed environment? Uh, they've they've learned. I, th- I, so I imagine they've mostly grown up with it for the last few years, so they've they kind of just sleep through. Um, ah. yeah, that it doesn't it doesn't. Uh, doesn't really seem to seem to have a bearing on on how yeah. they're going so and often and often i mean i'm not it's not often i'm getting Marin to record it's just on occasion mm. when i'm actually recording because i'm not recording all the time it's just like i do little stretches a few times a year where this little sort of intensive recording period and uh and and so it's it's um it's it's not i don't think it's it's not all invasive of our of our mm. uh, home life mm. um, recording seems mm. to be maybe 10% of what I do or 5% of what I do. Yeah. 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 I'd like so, to do more recording, honestly. Oh yeah. No, I, I've exactly the same. <laughs> mm. Wednesday is my recording day and I pack a lot into those small hours. Just, it's just yeah. con- constant because mm. that's the only time I get. So Wednesday is like my big, and then the rest of the weekend, if I can, or weeknight, like really late at night, I'll edit so anything mm. that's important has to happen on Wednesday and then the tinkering happens on the other times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the only way it can happen. Yeah. Um, so is there a, um, when you're sitting down to write a song or to 
if you're just thinking about a tune, do you do you find yourself gravitating towards certain Bible verses, or do you have some 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 favorite areas where you you might like to look and go, well, maybe this might be a a good topic of song or anything like that? Mm. I think uh, so, uh, often off. Often it's been, well, it's, it's a mix of things. Mm. Often I come up with a tune first. Mm. Um, you more often than not, it's a tune first, a melody mm. first, or a, or a tune. Um, but one of the things we've found is, um, obviously, we get a lot of people request songs, and we can't we can't do all the songs that are requested just just because mm. we just can't get to them all, and and. Um, and, and occasionally because the songs aren't the best, but usually, <laughs> usually it's because it's because we just there's just not enough hours. But yeah. of the of of the ones that are requested, there are some really striking, lyrically striking songs uh, mm. that have that have hit us between the eyes. And I can think of a couple off the top of my head, like just just um, uh, I'll, I'll name I'll name drop a couple of tunes just for your listeners to to look up the words to. Mm-hmm. Um, o God of Earth and Altar by G.K. Chester, and that was a request um, uh, from a pastor friend of ours, and it's got incredible words that speak directly to what's happening in society at the moment. Mm. So, O God of Earth and Altar by yeah. G.K. Chesterton, yeah. um, uh, and uh, John Newton's song um, "I Asked the Lord That I Might Grow," and it goes oh. go, it goes through John. <laughs> um, uh, it goes through the life of this individual, John Newton, evidently, um, and and. And the Lord just kind of hits him <laughs> again and again with with kind of kind of just shows up his sin in his own heart, and he's just getting crushed and beaten down on on the back of asking the Lord that he might grow. And the, and the last verse of that, sorry, I'm, I'm rambling a bit, but no, but no. Um, but the last verse like it just sticks in my head, um, and it's and it's 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 really encouraging. Um, these inward trials I employ. This is Jesus talking to John Newton in this part of the hymn. These inward trials I employ from self and pride to set thee free and break thy schemes of earthly joy that thou may seek thy all in me. Mm. Um, oh, that's that's very powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so so those oh. are like specific hymns like that are standouts to us. And you're like, we've got to find a melody for this, yeah. this hymn. Um, yeah. um, and so I suppose that's the first, the first uh, metric um, we go with is the strength of the words. Um, mm. And I have to say, yeah. you've got me curious now because I'm um, a big fan of G.K. Chesterton. Um, his book, Orthodoxy, is one of my favorites. And ah. uh, so I'm very keen to look into that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my favourite my favorite Chesterton quote is, uh, well, I don't know a lot of Chesterton quotes. I don't know a lot of Chesterton, really. Just the little bits I've I've read up on him, but um, is, um, we become taller when we bow. Yes. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a belter. Yeah. Uh, and, we've, got uh, a, we've got a whole song based on that one. Yeah. That, oh, that and, and, it's, and I have heard it. I heard it live and it's magnificent. So I, I must say, uh, I know it's probably awkward for you to, to hear me say that in front of you, but no, I, that song was uh, was very striking and it was that line i just kept hearing it in my head after going wow that's quite a that's a striking line um yeah it's very powerful but so is that one that you just said the uh, the the that final verse about the um in that uh, that that particular song as well that's oh john newton's i asked the lord that i might grow yeah mm, and, and it's like you said those words of some of those old hymns are just so extraordinary, and I, I just wish we would continue to see those more. 
Yeah. Mm. 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 And I think, I mean, I think in, in just in my very na- fairly narrow assessment of of music as it's as time's going on, I think we're starting to see some of those. Um, just digging into these sort of smaller artists and things, we're starting to see some of these hymns coming out of the woodwork. Um, yeah. And a bit more with different artists, just just here and there starting to pick them up uh, and do different things with these words. And I, and it's encouraging. And I think I think there's, I mean, there's there's tens of thousands of them we're not singing. Um, I mean, I think I think estimates for Charles, uh, no, was it? Um, Fanny Crosby wrote like 9,000 hymns. <laughs> <laughs> and Charles Wesley wrote six between six and eight thousand or something like that. You know, um, that's two hymn writers. Uh, so you start yeah, to do yeah. math and you're like, okay, so there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot out there. So so we've got we've got this uh, this this wellspring of rich, uh, theologically sound, mostly theologically sound, you know, words that speak to the glory of of God. Yeah, it's it's um, so we've we've got we've got a lot up our sleeves, as it were. Yeah. yeah. Mm. On on a slight change of tack away from sort of source material, um, mm. you've you've talked a bit about you know you were saying you did some stuff with the Youth Alive band, which presumably would have um, had you up in front of crowds a fair bit. Um, but you've also talked about doing a lot of time in the studio. I'm mm. wondering, would you say you have one of those, one or the other of those, which is your sort of native tongue? Like, do you do you really delighted having the crowd and that immediate um, feedback to what you're doing or do you are you one of those people who loves to to do it and then tinker and tinker and tinker and get it right mm. uh, it's changed it's actually changed so um I didn't start recording until after I'd been performing so mm. performing was my first I enjoyed it I enjoyed um, like doing doing youth for Christ was really satisfying and I and I I can say honestly um, I didn't do it with pure motives I wanted to be in front of people you know um, there's a real real pride and ego there uh, and and there still is to a degree um, you know um, the Lord the Lord's faithful in dealing with me happily um, uh, but um, but I think for me at first it was a very much performing I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it I enjoyed being up on stage and jumping around and, you know, and, um, you know, you'd get to the end of the set and I'd get up on the drum riser and I'd jump off it and hit the ground. And, and, uh, and these days it's completely shifted around. If, if I could spend all my time just making the, making the music in the studio, uh, and, and trying to, and trying to, you know, grow my skills, you know, recording wise and, and get better on that side of things, I would 100% do that. And I would never, <laughs> I would never see sunlight. Um, uh so so um so but but i think the lord it's important it's important as someone who probably is uh, to a degree an introvert myself it's important for me to um to 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 be out there um not not performing as though uh, you know obviously performing to look at me look at me obviously that's uh you got a problem there but i think um I was listening to a John Piper sermon where he talked about uh, where he was talking about how you don't you don't make it about you when you're preaching, and I think it applies to to singing mm. and music too. Is, is mm. that you become um, you actually become an, uh, taken up in what you're saying or what you're singing, mm. <laughs> as I've applied it. What you become so taken up in what you're actually singing, so that you stop thinking about yourself and actually think about who the Lord is and what He's done for you. It just mm. takes your focus off yourself, and um, I think that's a powerful. I think that's a that's of a great advantage to anyone who's looking to perform live is actually focus on um, 
if you're anything like me and you you know your mind goes all over the place, just focus on actually what the words you're singing. I mean, it sounds so obvious when you say it, but I know for me, I actually need to hear that. I need to hear focus mm. on exactly on what you're singing, so that you're not going to think about yourself, but you're actually going to think about the goodness of God and and what He's done and and whatever you're singing about. Um, yeah. Mm. I don't it's, know if I answered your question. <laughs> I, I would say so, but it is funny. One of those things that um, I think for almost every Christian performer, and it's not just music, I would say it's definitely true in theatre and acting as well and a whole bunch of things. I think sometimes because the secular performance space, it is very, very normal that people would be doing it for their own glory. Mm. Um, I think sometimes it does sort of put it centre stage in your mind that if you are going into a... um, like even a ministry, but it has that sort of upfront, you're well aware that people do this for the praise. It can put you into this interesting space that you sort of, you are you have the same dangers as someone in the secular world, but it's sort of a little bit more public than it's like a little bit more centre stage mentally than it might be for, say, preaching, that you're kind of aware, because I know a lot of performers um, and that's music and acting, all, all kinds of things that there's there's that ever present struggle there's they're always kind of saying now what am i doing this for and am i slipping into starting to do it for me and things like that yeah, but, so yeah. probably something healthy about continuing to keep that on the radar you know yeah i, I yeah I, and i think i think i don't think we'll get to a point where it's 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 one of those things where it's a it's a definitely a source of weakness where I, I find I'm dependent utterly on the Lord to deal with it because I can't, mm. there's nothing I seem to be able to do to get rid of that, that pride and that arrogance. So I, mm. I it's, it's really, it's really a case of Lord <laughs> have mercy on me because I just need your mercy. Mm. Um, I'm not, I'm not, you know, may I diminish and may Christ increase. Um, but, but, but I've definitely got to diminish. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah I, I, um, have, so, I have the uh, opposite issue to you <laughs> which is um, oh. like uh for me um uh, you know when i was first asked to do heart song i must admit i was kind of hoping they wouldn't ask because <laughs> i was like i don't want to go out the front particularly i'm quite happy to be the behind the scenes person so for me it's, it's really like i i i'm praying a lot and getting other people mm. to pray for me before i go mm. out the front and mm. uh it's a, it's a funny thing, isn't it? It's different for everyone. The Lord yeah. helps, helps us, you know, where we're coming from. But certainly for me, I'm, I'm in the opposite direction. It's it's kind of, uh, the God, you know, the Lord has to get rid of my anxiety, let's shall mm. we say, mm. before even, you know, it's it requires so much prayer for me because um, that's my kind of weakness, I think. You know, I um, have this level of... Oh goodness, you know, is this this is what I'm going to be doing? Um, mm, mm. And uh, but for me, I mean, it's 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 a it's it's a different it's a different thing, but it's it's still a thing that makes me go. I, I need the Lord in this. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's and it's certainly good to the more prayer you can get, the better. Yeah, uh, the, I think that's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful thing. In a sense, it's the same. Mm. In a sense, because because in both our situations, um, we're inward looking. We're looking at yeah. how how our experience of of what we're about to be doing is, and so we're both utterly dependent on, like like you say, we're both um, we both need a terrific amount of prayer, 
we're both in in a sense looking inward because either either on the one hand because we don't feel equipped um uh how can we do this lord but no we should operate in in confidence and and trust the lord and on the other hand in, in sort of more in in my situation it's um deal with me lord because i don't want to take the spotlight i'm and 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 uh, you know it's it's both are both are inward looking rather than looking mm. to the, the message of what you're doing yeah, and so very, and very so there's true. whilst it yeah. whilst it presents differently it um, at the core of it, I think there's a definitely a commonality. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's very true. Yeah. Both, yeah. both of them sort of come down to a, a lack of lack of either lack of trusting or a lack of focus on God. And I, I don't say that in a in a way that I'm I'm sort of stepping out of the process myself because I certainly yeah mm. yeah, yeah. It, it really comes back to focusing on God is the cure for both of these problems. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. And and you know the yeah. the wonderful thing that's just so wonderful is that even if even if say in my case if I if I yeah if I get arrogant and I get all stuck up and think I'm it in a bit, the Lord is gracious in humbling me. Mm. It, it, mm. It, it won't even depend on my performance of even even recognizing my sin. He'll actually deal with me because because he'll, he'll discipline me discipline me in His love and mm. He'll do it for us because because we're His children. And so it just. Yeah, we're just um, we're secure because <laughs> yeah. we're not going to get it right. It's it's a tremendous, tremendous thing, uh, a gift that we're just utterly, utterly secure. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, Hayden, there's an interesting question here I wanted to ask you about. Uh, well, it could be music performance or it could be recorded. So it's sort of along that theme. Is there a project that you would love to do one day? that is sort of close to your heart, you know, you, you think about maybe I'd really like to do a, a particular kind of project that that might be a little out of the ordinary, uh, you know, out of the box kind of thing. Is there mm. something that, that you've, you know, you've thought about and gone, well, yeah, I'd love to do that one day. Mm. There's been a, there's been a, <laughs> I run through different ideas and mm. there's been, there's been a few different ideas we've had. I think for me, um, I re- <laughs> I listen to different different artists, secular and Christian, who I respect uh, musically. And uh, one of the thing one of the things I crave in music is novelty and 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 like and like good humor, subversion of expectation. You know, I I I want I want to hear something that I'm not expecting. Uh, I also yeah. want to find it pleasing, and and I and I suppose I don't have a specific. Um, like I, we want to keep doing albums, and we and and we want to keep um, like I, I would like to have a themed album. I've thought about doing like a, mm. uh, an album that's just storytelling, um, mm. just like personal stories, kind of really folky style album, uh, and that's that's been something I've thought about thought about doing. I don't know if that'll eventuate, um, or or just this pure um, kind of really alternative indie folk. Um, him album that's just c- kind of off the wall, but not in a way that's alienating. I don't know. That's a fine. I don't know how you how you dance that <laughs> how you mm. dance that dance so that's that it's both um, quite unique and but not alienating. But um, yeah, there's there's not a specific thing. Um, I think I think that where we've come to now in producing things is really just wanting to make something as good as we possibly can. And mm. slowing down on our releasing schedule by yeah. just just focusing on one release and going, okay, how can we make it better? How can we make it better? Yeah, and how can yeah. we and how can we put it out there better? And how can we just spread the word about it better? And I mean, and all that 
you know, with a view to um, pointing to Christ. <laughs> mm. So in in both musically and 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 in lyrics, and um, there's a there's a quote by oh, what's her name, um, Zadie Smith. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, which? Which is like uh, she's a writer, and it's um, resign yourself to the lifelong sadness of never being satisfied. And I think, and I think that's going to be the case with music in this lifetime. I don't think we're going to be satisfied with our creative endeavors. Um, I think the fullness <laughs> of of the giftings that the Lord has given us will perhaps perhaps I'm just come to come to fruition in in the glory to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a long answer. <laughs> Uh, so in short, um, not specifically. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I suppose uh, a question just in terms of the sort of things you do at the moment. Um, you talked about you know a mix of sort of original stuff, and you do a lot of adapting older materials and hymns and things like that. Do you, how hard do you find it to take some of that that older material um, and adapt it and and make it contemporary or you know put a new spin on it do you find it's you know is it easier than coming up with your own material is half the work already done and you just have to sort of add a little bit extra or is it actually harder to break away from a well-loved tune and have something wholly new that still sort of honors the original Mm. I, i think i find it easier i think it's easier than coming up with a Typically, easier than coming up with a new tune. Uh, well, um, I mean, the, the tunes are mostly new, but um, but it, it's easier than having to write the words. Um, I mean, one of one of one of my deficits is I'm not a great, a, 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 you know, great lyricist, and so it's it's wonderful having. I can just go, okay, um, I'm just going to borrow this hymn, so I don't even have to think about writing lyrics. And you know, we might write a chorus. I might write a chorus or something, or something like that. Um, but I, I definitely find it easier to uh, to borrow um, borrow lyrics of, from old hymns, or even even um, you know, there's a few poems out there that I've started thinking, oh, some beautiful Christian poems out there um, uh, that I've started looking into just a little bit, just tentatively, just going, oh yeah, we could turn that into a song. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, is it in the public domain? Let's have a look. You know, start. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so yeah. yeah, definitely easier. Yeah. Mm. And who would you say, I guess, are your biggest musical inspirations, if you had any? Hmm. These days, these days, I really, I mean, there's, there's a couple of Christian guys. So there's John Gira is probably my number one Christian musician. And, uh, he's, he's definitely my favorite. We did a cover cover version of a song of his called let a little light in, but Mm. I really appreciate his honesty in his, um, and his musicianship. Um, it's just, he's just an amazing artist. So John Gira, uh, from a Christian perspective and also, um, Josh Garrels too. I really like Josh. Some of Josh Garrels' music. Mm-hmm. Um, both uh, both American artists. Um, I think, but I also I've liked um, Sufjan Stevens for a long for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like all of his all of his music for sure. Um, but but I really like. I, I think I've heavily heavily modelled a lot of what we do on on his stuff. There's a real mm-hmm. again a real honesty to what he does. Um. um but even like, um, oh, <laughs> I mean, I think that's that's probably the probably the main influences musically. Um, mm. I mean, there are other musicians I like to listen to. Like, there's a fair diversity of of you know, there's funk bands like Wolfpack or um, uh, 
mm-hmm. or even even some Billie Eilish songs just in the production. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of it's quite nihilistic and it's really it's actually quite sad to listen to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and but but um, but musically, there's mm-hmm. there's um such a rich there's a real creativity uh, to to what her and her brother are able to produce. And mm-hmm. but uh, you know you you <laughs> you got to pick your song too um, mm-hmm. with that. Um, because it's not all uplifting and it's, um, I mean, it's honest, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's probably the, that's probably a, a little smattering of, of different influences there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is interesting. Sometimes you can find yourself like there can be a big difference between how much you appreciate the, the lyrical content and mm. where someone's life is at that they would need to write this song. And yeah they do musically yeah. um so we were talking about hip-hop before and I, I was i was thinking of saying I, I find myself being a sort of an odd hip-hop snob in that <laughs> there's a lot of sort of nightclub stuff that i just have no time for but there's yeah odd specific ones that i really like who i wouldn't necessarily recommend their life choices in any way so mm. um eminem uh snoop dogg missy elliott's um, Buster Rhymes and a few one of those who I actually really like how they do rap. And someone pointed out to me that they're sort of they're the ones that basically you could take a drum and beat out the way they do words, and that's that's basically what they're doing. They're using their voice as a rhythm rhythm instrument. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah actually, that that seems to be what I like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever um have you ever listened to uh, KJ Five Two? Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. I I know yeah. of him. Uh, some of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, just I only say that because he, he's got a he's got a bit of an Eminem kind of vibe to him. He does. He sounds quite. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably, he's probably not as good. I'm not. A, I'm not a not a hip hop guy myself. But um. But KJ Five Two definitely. There was a like I can I can differentiate between hip hop from hip hop artist to hip hop artist. Of course. But but I thought yeah. wow this guy this guy really sounds like Eminem. <laughs> but yeah. It's Christian guy. So. My favorite, my favorite Christian rapper of all. Oh, I mean, I grew up with, uh, you know, I there used to be, like, I used to not agree with a lot of what they said, but some stuff I I thought was really good. Uh, like people like Public Enemy and stuff who were quite political. Oh, that's what mm. I liked about them. They wanted social change, and I mm. thought, oh, mm. I really like how they're doing that. Um, and uh, it wasn't until I heard Notaverbs, who's my favourite rapper of all time. He's not hugely known. He's actually in a new group now called Village King. But mm. he was, uh, Notaverbs was like, like almost sounded like a, a Eminem sort of rapper, but he was, his stuff was very much, uh, you know, biblical concepts and stuff, but done in a really, really fun way. He had an amazing sense of humour. He chucked mm. a lot of humour in, in his songs that were like, wow, I could just laugh along to this, but it's actually, it's it's highly respectful and it's not, you know, it's it's not p- making fun of anything, um, you know, uh, anything godly or anything like that. It was just him mm, mm. cracking jokes and stuff and being yeah. very clever in how he approaches songs and stuff. But uh yeah, Notaverbs was was my guy. Still is. Yeah, his his stuff is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've never. No, yeah. I've never heard of him at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Hayden, I mean, you've sort of touched on some things in terms of where you feel like some of your directions are heading and things like that. But just to think, um, Endgame. 
Like, and that, that seems like a strange thing to talk about with artistic endeavors. But if you had the sort of success you could only dream about, if everything from here on just went exactly as as you dreamed and everything you touched turned to gold and everything you were you were doing worked. Um, so you could pretty much go wherever you wanted, uh, you know, with what you're doing with your music. Where what would you end up doing? What what would you find yourself doing in in ten years that people would be saying, "Oh, that's fantastic!" You, you know, where where would be the ultimate situation that you'd you'd end up going with your your music and what you're doing? I think. Or is it not? Sorry, is, is it not something you think about that way? You're just following the road to see where it leads. It's it's definitely not something I think about that way. But if I if putting myself in that position and thinking about it that way, just now, um, I think. Uh, I, I think what I would like to do <laughs> is I'd like to sit in a studio and and have and have other other um, you know artists and musicians and st- strings players and be able to record just beautiful music. Mm. That would mm. be that would be just really satisfying. Beautiful music that points to Christ and what He's done. I mean, I mean my my favorite. I think my favorite song or my favorite musical work ever made. Uh, my personal favourite of of any certainly of anything I've ever heard is Handel's the the Hallelujah chorus, chorus from Handel's Messiah when it's done properly ah, when it's done. Um, yes. I just I I just think that's the highest the highest uh, for my taste at least the, one of the highest or maybe the highest certainly the highest for my taste um, achievement of um, uh, music <laughs> mm. <laughs> on a, on a on a, uh, on a on a human level, um, on a horizontal level, um, mm-hmm. um, although I don't think it's purely horizontal, I think it's inspired as well. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I think if if I had, you know, if 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 everything went according to our, I mean, our plans are if our plans at this stage are we'd love to be able to make a living off it, uh, so I don't have to work, <laughs> work and I can just mm-hmm. do music and just keep doing music. Um, but but. You know, all that, all that's got to be tempered. I mean, one of the prayers we've prayed from the beginning is, Lord, if 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 success would take would take us away from you, may we be kept from it? Because success in that in that case would be a curse. It, it wouldn't be a blessing. Um, and um, honestly, if everything did go the way I planned it, I mean, I don't I don't know that I'd be able to handle it. I don't know if I'm, I'm the right temperament. I, there are people, there are Christians out there who have the right temperament and who who can handle success and uh, better than others. And um, so I'm I, I may not be. I mean, I haven't been tested on that front. <laughs> um, but maybe it, maybe I'm not cut out for it. But really, to answer your question, yeah, I just we just I just get in. Okay, let's build a big studio and let's re- get some strings in and let's make some music. And that, <laughs> that would kind of mm. be the, that would kind of be the, the thing we do. Okay. What's the next hymn, you know? And then, and then yeah. I'd pay people to, to do my social media. I'd pay people to, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. and then I'd just be like, okay, what's the next song, you know, kind of thing. Um, uh, I would, I would find that vocationally very satisfying. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I figured out quite early in the game that the more you can teach yourself, the, the better off you are in the sense that uh, it it costs so much to pay someone to do certain things. Mm-hmm. If you can teach yourself, if you can put in the hard yards, uh, then you can ha- you can do all your own social media, all your own art, all your own mm. videos and stuff. But as mm. you say, it, to be freed up would be an amazing thing. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I, absolutely. It is an interesting. It's an interesting thought of what you've said there, though, and so that would be a challenging thing for a lot of Christian, um, uh, you know, creatives to think about because I think everyone's sort of got that dream of doing it full time and mm. seeing success and things like that, um, even mm. for the best motives. Mm. But I, I, it is a it is a good question to ask ourselves of, of like, is the reason that I am not seeing that kind of success not because God doesn't, you know want to grant me success but because he knows how bad it would be for me am i the sort of person that that would be my undoing and Mm. god's actually doing me a service by not letting me get into that place you know absolutely and 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 yeah and it's worth and it bears it bears consideration because we're not all equipped for it and i may not be equipped for it um i mean success in my view is to is to walk the paths the lord's laid out for us that's that is success yeah. um if you walk in the yeah. paths that he's laid out for us to walk in that's what success looks like now that might be i do this one day a week and the rest of the time i'm working construction or whatever it is whatever whatever he ends up I, i'm not saying i'd be happy about thrilled with that um <laughs> but 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 uh, i i'm I would hope that uh, I would come to a point where I'd be able to find joy in the Lord in the midst of that mm. situation because it, it all is only temporary. You know, we're not here that long. Mm. Um, we, mm. We're going home to be with the Lord in, in you know, a few more breaths' time, really, relative mm. to the perspective of how long our existence is going to be. Um, it's going to be, you know, it is a twinkling of an eye, a blink. Um, mm. um, yeah, so, and, and you know, uh, I've heard uh, Tim Keller say, um, what did he talk about? You know, when when we're praying, you know, because God God doesn't God doesn't always give us what we want. Sometimes He does, uh, and and I and I know He delights to give us good gifts. But Tim Keller has this thing where he talks about prayer, and he says, "God, uh, what does he say? God, God gives us what we would have asked for if we knew everything He knows." Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. And. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think we could just got to acknowledge that he knows what's best, <laughs> and uh, and yeah. just and um and so and I think and I mean that's easy for me to say you know <laughs> I'm sitting in a nice cozy yeah. room and, and all that um but uh, but I think it I think it I think it's true you know um yeah we we what was it now I'll, I'll say it again God gives us what we would have asked for if we knew everything He knows yeah yeah um, yeah so He knows best. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Now, Hayden, what would be some advice that you would give? What would be maybe one or two things you would tell someone who who would like to do what you're doing? Uh, could even be in the same style of what you're doing. Mm. Um, but just, uh, you know, if you had some words of advice for them, what, what are some things you might say? Mm. Um, there's a few, and there's lots of practical things. Um, one is... I mean, it's particularly if they're, particularly if they're going into a folk genre mm-hmm. side of things and kind of indie folk, um, don't get hung up on trying to look slick and professional. It's irrelevant to the genre. Uh, mm. Stylistically, it doesn't help. Uh, you want to try and be as honest and plain and genuine as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And that's something I've learned the hard way. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, and then, and then on top of that, just start, just start, um, just start trying. Um, you're going to be bad at everything. Um, mm. and that's okay. Um, uh, and you haven't failed at something until you give up. Um, uh, now it's kind of a cliche, I suppose, but, uh, I think it bears out. Um, mm. also, um, what else? Um, I mean, the, the most important, obviously the most important thing is, you know, um, 
pray pray about what you're doing, you know. And and what's um, a man directs his a man directs his way, but uh, no, a man plans his way, but God directs his path. You know, know mm-hmm. that you're going to be directed, yeah. and and whether that's success as you've defined it, or or um, or uh, or or failure as you've defined it, you know, um, God's going to direct your path for your good and for His glory. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and also he delights to give us good gifts too, you know he's mm. not he's not this killjoy. Um, you know if we can handle it, uh, and and it's going to be good for us and 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 a blessing to the wider body of Christ. You know he's gonna he's gonna give us good gifts. Um, and and you know I've seen that in my own life with the family I've got and 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 many 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 other ways. Um, where the Lord's just given us good gifts because because he delights to. Um, anyway, but but what other advice would I? offer um yeah just 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 keep at it keep working put in the hours yeah um be bad at it and that's okay um and there's an old saying somewhere sorry i said i think there's an old saying somewhere i can't be good at this i haven't made enough mistakes yet yeah 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 Yeah, that's it that's it and yeah i think i think the only time you run into problems is when you think you've arrived when you think oh yeah, I've got, I've, I've got it now. Oh, that's sounding great. I yeah. think, I think, <laughs> then you're like, oh, okay, watch out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm waffling a bit, but I, yeah, I think commit your way to the Lord. Um, yeah. Keep trying, keep trying, um, un- until He makes it really obvious either that you shouldn't be doing that, or uh, or um, or He grants you success, or some kind of middle road, which was kind of where where Marin and I find ourselves, you know, and we haven't really been successful and that's okay. Um, God's, I think God in his mercy, he knows what he's doing. Um, and uh, yeah, so I just trust the Lord. Just trust the Lord. It's really simple, actually. Yeah. <laughs> trust the Lord with your, trust the Lord with your plan. That's what I'd say. And then yeah. and do your best work, work, you know, toil and do the work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always think that, you know, if the Lord's given you this gift, then, you know, it's it's really just that sort of applying yourself and going, well, the Lord's given me this and, and I'm gonna use it. And I might it might be a little bit like, well, you know, a bit scary, yeah. you know, the idea of um of using this in a in a more live context or whatever, but but he's gonna do something amazing if we if we use the gifts he's given us, yeah. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a gift to to it's funny it's a it's a funny it's a gift whatever gifts we're given they're gifts um that aren't for us they're for for those outside of us (laughs) yeah yeah that's Um, right for others yeah so it's a peculiar thing um he gives us he gives us a gift but it's it's for those around us yeah Yeah. (laughs) and that we might build one another up i i kind of i often think of it i often think of it in terms of like um you know in the glory to come when the new heavens and the new earth are here, and we're when we're free from sin, and we're face to face with our Lord and Savior Jesus, and and we're with the Father, and um, what will be is hidden from our eyes. You know, we'll see Christ and we'll become Him like like He is. I, I wonder, you know, the giftings that He's given us, they're not going to have the same frustrations they have here on earth. And so, how beautiful will it be to to enjoy our Lord and and enjoy one another? Um, mm. one another's gifts and talents, all all for the glory of God. I mean, it's it's a staggering thought that I can't get my head around, but it's going to be 
it's it's exciting. It's really mm. exciting, and it's coming so yeah. soon. Like our lives are mm. so short, and whether the Lord mm. comes back before we die or whether we die, we've got another fifty. You know, however many years He gives us, whatever it is, whatever the case is, it's so short, and so it's just so soon. We're gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's exciting. It's exciting, and I'm excited to hear what what you know. I'm excited to hear what you guys are gonna be doing, and we're gonna have. I mean, it's gonna be a whole mm. whole bunch of us up there <laughs> and mm. we're going to have time to get to know each of us to get to know everyone yeah um yeah yeah what a gift i, I love the idea of getting to heaven and god going well I'm, I'm glad you've been having fun with that gift but let me show you what i gave it to you for <laughs> yeah 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 i was playing today like an illustration i was playing um chess with one of my children and mm. um and uh Anyway, I mopped the floor with them, of course, and <laughs> um, and uh, they got a bit frustrated about it. Um, sometimes I let them win, but it wasn't today. And um, and and they're like, "Why can't I beat you?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I've I've been here 39 years, and you've been here. Uh, well, I won't. I won't. Uh, well, you know, six or seven years. Um, you know, so I, I I I've played a little bit more chess than you, and I'm a bit more experienced, and and that's kind of yeah, it's kind of like what we're like relative to eternity. You know, mm. we're we're working on these these things, these gifts and the talents that He's given us for His glory, and um, but mm. they're, they're going to find their, I think they're going to find their fulfillment in in the new heavens and the new earth. I mean, that's just speculation on my part, I suppose, but but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you. I got to tell you, this is the absolute truth. Incredibly, I was playing with my son chess tonight as well. All right, and and he was beating me, and sometimes he lets me win. <laughs> <laughs> he was thrashing me. So yeah, it's kind of the opposite, isn't it? Yeah. Funny, we talked about opposites before. Yeah, now yeah. Chess, now we got the chess opposites. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. we are. We're both playing chess. You're 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 winning, and I'm. <laughs> it's great oh it's great i love it anyway uh what might be good actually is uh we would love to hear one more song from from hayden and uh we we thank you so much for being here hayden oh that's okay Uh, we really appreciate this time and uh we yeah we've just loved learning more about yourself and uh the music that that you're you're sharing with the world uh through christ and also and uh, for the glory of him and uh we we'd love to hear one more song but before we do that um lucky would you be able to pray for us to to close yeah just just before we do um quickly hayden is if anyone's listening to this and actually wants to sort of check out some of your stuff where's the easiest mm. place to head um, well, I tell you what, if, if you want to stream the music on whatever platform you'd like, um, if you go to uh, uh, navyjonesmusic.com, so that's N-A-V-Y-J-O-N-E-S, music.com, and that'll, mm. and that'll take you to our website. And from there, um, you go to our songs list. You can find on any streaming platform that where you choose to listen to music. That's, I mean, that's a... That's a, a way a way to find us. Anything that's Navy Jones music, we've got a YouTube channel. Um, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, all the all that kind of good stuff. Um, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Navy Jones music is the is the way to find us. Yeah, but NavyJonesMusic.com. That's probably mm-hmm. the best place. And uh, on the well, show notes, uh, anyone listening in the show notes will have those web links there as well. So uh, so uh, Hayden will be easy to find there as well. So yeah, let me let me pray for for you particularly, Hayden. But just let me finish in prayer. Yeah. 
Um, Lord, thank you so much for uh, this chance just to chat about um, what it means to uh, to create in your name, to to be your children and um, just put your creative gifts to use. Um, Lord, we just pray that you'd have your hand on Hayden and his wife and you'd just be blessing them and you would be just um, doing what you will with their their music and their gifts and the efforts they put in that you would just be giving them the, the success that you need um, and, yeah, just um, helping their heads be in the right places and helping them uh, be doing it for the right reasons and you just be blessing what they do and taking it and using it and, yeah, just getting it out and using it for what you need it for, oh Lord. Mm. We just pray this in your precious name. Amen. Amen. I'll ask Hayden to take it away. Sure. All right. This right. I'll do... Um. I haven't practiced this, so we'll see how we go. <clears throat> I mean, I've practiced it ages ago. Mm. So, yeah, it's normally it's normally a tune I'll, I don't do just with a guitar, but we'll see how we go. Normally I like to have loops and things going, but we'll see how we go. It's my testimony. In my youth, I made games full of woe. Playing army shots, I'd rain on my foes. Heartless hatred, headstrong brat, fueled by rage. Powerless violence like a rat in a cage. Throne. 
my mind reaping from the screens what I'd sown. I, the monster on the page of my fiction, tearing it up on Good Friday folk contrition. I thought when I grew up, I grow up. I thought straining with my view up, you'd show up. Oh, so selfishly doing deeds in your name and so lovelessly planting seeds for my fame I thought I thought I'd amended my ways I thought, I thought I was the God you praise Till this sinner's legs crumbled in the kitchen my depravity now humbled my religion all my willfulness and my pride left me bent his voice whispered be my bride and repent you have you have been chasing me these years you are you are the one who'll try my tears and this shall be my epitaph my sins which are so many each one is judged to death in Christ and so there are not any I love because he's loved me so much has been forgiven 
I'm the this body's buried here in Christ alone. I'm living my story, my story. How can I help but sing? Oh. Aiden Jones from Navy Jones. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. That was awesome. I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Hayden, so much. Uh, amazing, amazing to finish on that that note. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, this verse came in my mind as I was listening to that. And I'll just mm. leave this one here. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Cheers. Thanks for having me.